Hello, everybody. Halo? Halo? Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Two Nerds, One Quest. I am your host and DM, JC. Here with the two nerds, uh, Ryan Crixus Kukta. I said Cooch last week. Ryan Crixus Cooch Kukta. <laughs> Bring in the funk. It's all the same. It's, it's all the same. Same guy. Uh, and, of course... Yeah, they wouldn't be able that. to spell it if they tried to Google me anyway. Uh, you're probably right. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, we do have the mastermind to this entire project, the man behind the ones and twos, Tom Aranon Norman. Ones and twos. Lots of lots of twos. A little bit of ones. Every, every... <laughs> yeah. That, that really, that's what I should have. I should have a uh, like a scratch board or a... No, no, not a scratch board. It should just be a... <laughs> silence. Ooh, I can get that. <laughs> that might actually come in very handy sometimes, especially if I make a dumb joke. I can get that. In, in place of crickets, or maybe even crickets would be a good one. Too. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to yeah, with soundboards, people. I didn't have any time this week to look at soundboard sound, so yeah, that's a uh, note to self. Got to write this down. This, of course, is a weekly D&D game where we are running Dragons of Icepire Peak nearing the finale as they are a few minutes away from Icepire Hold, camped out on an icy cliff um, with a small fire trying to stay warm. The night has gone by. Very icy. Very icy. The night has gone by with little issue at all other than the cold. Do we Those want to uh, say what we did last week? Do you want to say what you did last week? Sure. That's more of a question for Crixus because it may have been slightly embarrassing. Fair. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, let, let us know how we got to this cliff face, Norm. All right. So we left the Dragon Mound, headed into town, picked up some supplies to go into the cold areas of Icepire Peak. I got some really cool hand shoddy crossbows, which I'm going to figure out a good way to uh, use because, man, at this point, I am my own arsenal. Bless you. And then... Uh... <laughs> I muted that. I'm uh -huh. glad I did that. Oh, There's going to be at least one more, maybe two. So we Keep got going. to the base of Icespire Peak. We looked at one route. I went and found another route. Or Aranon went and found another route. We started climbing. Uh, Crixus did not tie his knot very well. And about halfway up the initial traversal climb, whatever you want to call it, he went ass first, landed on his back. Uh, and then we had to get him back up. Uh, we climbed for a bit. We tied a rope around all of ourselves. And then at some point, he slipped again, flew off the edge of the cliff. Uh, we caught him. Well, I don't know if caught is the right word, but he st stopped falling and we had to pull him up. Uh, after that, Ellie made sure that his knot was tied tight. We came across a frozen lollipop of an orc. No, ogre? Orc. 
Ogre. Ogre. And uh, I broke... If were an orc, it wouldn't be there. I broke a potion of healing, trying to break out some potions. Uh, Crixus melted his side. We got some potions of healing. We went, set up camp, um, had to find some wood, and now this is where we're at. Did I miss anything? No, that seems accurate. I'm trying to set up physical dice just for reasons. Alright, so you guys you actually went um, you did walk along the trail forward and see the hold. You did find it and then you backtracked and chose to um spend the night on the trail rather than trying to get inside and spend the night inside. For fear of unknown, I imagine. Which is sound reasoning. <laughs> there may be a dragon in there. Yeah, I need a good night's sleep in order to fight a dragon, I guess. My so mom always told me, get a good night's sleep before you fight the dragons. So you awake in the morning, one by one. Well, the two of you that were still asleep, whoever had the third watch. It was a chilly night, and uh, you had blankets and whatnot, and huddled together for warmth. Small fire. Still ended up with a coating of frost on your armor and whatnot, where your body heat produced condensation, which then promptly froze. Um, what would you like to do? It is a cold, overcast day as you wake up. Is the fire still going, I'm assuming? Yep, there, there is. You have just enough wood to keep it going for maybe a little longer. Possibly, right. if you have anything to cook, maybe. Yeah, I'm going to eat some food, cook some food for everybody. Um, I'm also going to stay by the fire just to stay as warm as I possibly can until we have to go. Okay. Um... Ellie's kind of rubbing sleep from her eyes. Wow, is it? It's cold up here. She kind of sits over by the fire by you and is like almost putting her hands in the flames, trying to warm them up. Uh, careful, careful with that fire. It gets a little hot. Yeah, we need those hands for you know spell casting and healing. Just trying to heat the gauntlets a little bit. They'll keep my hands warm. And, and bake your fingers in the process. Well, I'm fair enough. I'll be careful. She does fine. <laughs> Did you actually roll to see if she burnt herself? Yeah, see if she under underestimated or overestimated. <laughs> she got a thirteen. That's good enough. Yeah. If she, if she rolled less than a five, she probably would have burnt herself. <laughs> Crixus, are you there? I haven't heard you. Crixus was okay. late. But ah. uh, when he wakes up, um, hopefully he's smelling some food cooking. Sounds like it. 
and uh, he's a little sore from uh, the yesterday's strains. Yeah. I wonder why. Falling 15 feet onto your back seems like a a not fun thing to do. No. So Crixus wakes up and then uh, he's doing some he's doing some stretches. Uh, says to uh, everyone, "Hey, good morning. I could use a break. Hey, good morning. But we should keep going today." Yeah. Yeah. Eat your food, and I think it's about time. I'd, I we need to get this over, over with. As you say, there aren't going to be any breaks until we're home at this point. Not wrong there. Ellie grabs some food and just starts mowing, and trying to roll up bedrolls and blankets and stuff. <clears throat> yep, I'm gonna pick yeah, up my stuff. Yep, I assume you all clean up camp. Well, take out the fire and proceed. Um, the trail that you takes about 10 minutes or so, and then you actually end up on the trail on the map. And Norm, I don't know if you put the map up on the yep, screen. Yep, map is up. So, so you're coming in from the north there mm-hmm. on that trail. And it's, uh, it's not a wide trail. It's a single file trail. So I need to know the order you guys are walking in. I'm going first, uh, and I'm going to just kind of keep my eye open for any type of traps. You, Ellie, Crixus, correct? Uh, yeah, that's. I'm assuming that's right. the same order, yeah. Uh, rope, feels right. yes? Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm going to reattach the rope to myself and offer it to Ellie and Crixus. Yep. Go ahead and make rolls. Um... Ellie ties her knot horribly. And she looks at both yours. Yeah, dexterity. Oh, She seems so concerned about your guys' knots and not so concerned about her own. So what was your dexterity check? Critical fail plus four. (laughs) Plus four. She realizes that that, that's a poorly tied knot and says, try try it again. (laughs) Yeah, my, my hands are too cold. She got a 17. I rolled a 20, but it's... But it's what? It's minus one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Nine. No, she rolled a 17 and a 19 to check your knots. Oh. (laughs) So she walked over, and she she looked at Crixus and said, you're good. Nice one. And then uh, she looks at... uh, Aaron, what did you roll on your second one? Nine. Nine? Mm Mm-hmm. Night. Here, let me do it. And she grabs it. She rolls a 17. So she reties your knot at 17. And then she checks her knot one more time. Yep, it's good. <laughs> Poor girl. Um, so you guys move along the trail here. Single file in your order. As you're coming around the side... Um, you come, you come and you kind of double back and you're in that northeast corner between where it shows the upper level and the gatehouse. Um, make a perception check, Norm. Or Aranon, sorry. Aranon, I'll call you by your character name. 
just uh, as we walk, Crixus is humming to himself. Okay. Nine. Nine? All right, yeah. Nine. So you continue along this trail with Crixus humming in the background. Is there something specific he's humming? Just get the impression that words are formulating in his head. All right. I thought you were going to say the impression that I get, but... <laughs> A little bit of Mighty Mighty Boss tones on this Sunday morning. Um, if, if only I was proficient in trumpets. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that would be something... Do you, I mean, is a trumpet something you really want to carry with you? I Probably suddenly, not with a dragon with an earshot. Yeah. I suddenly want to play a and d campaign where I'm a bard in a member of a ska band. <laughs> carry around that tuba? <laughs> that would be amazing. Oh, God. It would be so good. Oh, it would just be a bunch of punks and not give two craps about the world and <laughs> be happy all the time. You'd have a hell of a time fighting with those really, really oversized pants. Yes, yes, true. <laughs> Run away! I can't! Um, so you guys continue along the trail. As you come down the south side, you turn and you look up as you clear the gatehouse on, the, on that southeast corner. And you look up, you can see where the, um, the main fortress... The corner has literally crumbled away like something. Uh, make a nature check as you guys see this. Both of you can. Or one of you can do it at advantage. Uh, ah. Six. This is my second straight 20 roll. Ah. Aranon, you have no clue. You think this might have been a fight or something, and something hit the building. Crixus, it's very apparent to you there was an earthquake at some point. <laughs> the foundation is all knocked away there, and that's actually crumbled down and on the trail. That trail where those rocks have fallen that's ahead of you is actually difficult terrain. Mm. How would you like to approach that as there are boulders and I mean, rock stuff on the trail? I'm certainly going to call it out to the team. Uh, the footing gets a little dicey up here. It appears there was some sort of event, like uh, the quaking of the earth, that seems to have dislodged these rocks. So tread carefully. How high up from where we are is the base of this castle thing? Like how far does this go down before you hit the bottom of the whatever the gatehouse is sitting on? Like, because we're are we we're in the south east or we're in the southwest now? You're you're approaching those rocks in the southwest. Okay, so Side. yeah, like, how, is that, how far down is that? No, how high up is the base? Like, is it ten feet above us? Twenty feet above us? Like the oh, that's that's fifty feet up from where you're at. Fifty feet up. Okay. Yeah. So it um, would not benefit down us. Down to the inside? I'm get Down to the inside? I'm just going to say one thing. Don't fall. Fair enough. You cannot fall here. Is 
I'm gonna look at everyone and ask if it's gonna be easier for us just to climb up to the castle from where we are versus trying to go over the boulders. Ellie kind of looks at it and she looks up and then she looks down. And then she looks at Crixus. <laughs> Let's go over the boulders. That fall, we aren't going to survive that fall if it happens. All right, I just, just I concur. And you look down, and there's like a whistling and whipping of wind as this descends several thousand feet to its base. Yeah, it seems terrible. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It was like looking looking out the moon door. Yeah. Very much like looking out the moon door. We don't want to make anyone fly today. All right. All right. Um, how high is, like, am I going to have to, like, pull out the pit and then climb over the boulder? Or no. Is it, like... No, it's just difficult terrain. It's just going to slow you down some. Okay. So if you actually take your time you know, you should be okay how here's another question how far is it across no oh, that's not going to matter i'm tied to people across to the gatehouse from where you're at oh just across the rocks or is it oh, across the rocks yeah. um 5 10 15 20 15 to 20 feet all right not bad and some of it's larger boulders, some of it's smaller, like football-sized things, some of it's like pebbles stuff. Hold that thought. Okay. I'm wondering. You are if... wondering. Where is my? It's a good point if you do fall, grab your shield and write it down. Yeah, right. Well, that would require a dexterity check, though. <laughs> save, probably. Dexterity save, because you're falling. I don't have any equipment that's going to help here, so... I think we well, just start walking over the borders, right? I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to be able to jump farther right now, right? Like yeah, I... you would you would understand you wouldn't want to do that. Okay. A, the path is twisty and it is icy. Oh, I suppose. This will be difficult. Because I was going to say, because if, if it's a 50-foot rope, I could jump over the rocks holding one end of the rope and then hold on to the rope as they walk across. So if they slipped. Oh. But if I'm jumping, if, if the actual road is icy, then I would not do that. Yeah, you are correct. Yeah, the road is pretty icy. In okay. fact, as you start trying to traverse these rocks and boulders, it actually affords you better footholds than the trail does. Huh. You actually feel a bit more comfortable in it. You got to go slower, but it's more comforting in the head to travel on it. So yeah, you it, was navigate. Worth it. it was worth a thought. Yeah, yeah, it is worth a thought. Yeah, here, I thought <laughs> you were going to try and jump across to the gatehouse. I'm like, oh, geez, okay. Over a twenty, yeah, you got it. Twenty five hundred foot drop. Uh, it's up to you. Nope, nope, nope. Explore cool. all your abilities, otherwise. Yep. 
We'll miss something. Yeah, that too. That too. It also makes for great uh, nat ones. Like trying to like trying to dive through a window. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you traverse that, and you actually are approaching this. There's a bridge that's probably about thirty-five to forty feet overhead. Um, based on the fact that Crixus said there was an earthquake, you're actually pretty impressed that it's still solid, standing there. Um, you eventually move around and come to the gate here. There's a wooden door with a stone frame. Um, stands before you. It's closed. Oh, were you waiting for us to do something? Yeah, you're standing in front of a closed door. Uh-huh. I'm trying to think. Um... It, it sounded like it's it's not well it sounded like you were gonna continue to say something so i was like okay so the door is how wide how tall average door like three feet wide about eight feet okay. tall uh, door. is i'm gonna is there a knocker is it does it have a handle um no there's no knocker there's like um the wood's pretty old. There's like wrought iron rivets in it holding the slats together, both top and bottom. The hinges are a little rusted, but they don't look like they're falling apart or anything. Like the door still looks functional. Okay. I'm going to kind of inspect it for anything that may Go blow boom. us up. Yeah. All right. Give me an investigation check. Twenty-three. Yeah, you don't think it's there aren't any traps to it or anything. You believe this door is a functioning door? Right. I'm gonna try and open it. Push, pull, whatever, however it goes. It pushes. You, you grab the little lever and turn it, and you hear a click, and you push. It kind of creaks open just a little bit before it swings open silently, almost like it's been used frequently recently. Opens into a set of stables. Um, oddly enough, there are four riding horses in here. Still alive, I'm assuming? Yep, still alive. Air question. <laughs> yep. I mean, it would be kind of they... cool if they were spectral horses again, but... Ah, yes. Very cool. I'm just going to say, all right, keep on your guard. We may not be alone. That would stand to reason. Somebody's feeding the steeds. How dark is it? Um, is there like light coming through and stuff? There's light coming from the, if you look down the stable hall and to the right there, if you're looking inward, there's light coming from that open room down there. All right. So do I, is it dark enough that I need a torch for Ellie? No, she'd be able to see. 
Okay. Between the light coming in f through the door and the light coming in through that hall, she can see. All right. enough. I'm going to collect the rope from everybody and put it back in my pack, and then uh, I'm going to go in and just kind of look around and go south past the past the horses. Okay, so you move past the horses. They don't seem to pay any attention to you. Uh, they seem to be familiar with people coming and going. You work your way down to this middle room that kind of opens, and there's a few torches on the wall. Uh, there's a door immediately in front of you when you walk in there. There's a door further to the left, and one on the left-hand wall, and one on the, like if you turn all the way around, on that eastern wall. You see the doors in front of you, those four yeah. doors. <laughs> I'm trying to describe it for the audio people. So I'm going to say, well, if we go up the west side here, that's probably going to lead us up to that bridge that we went underneath, right? So let's, I'm going to say, let's check out these other rooms real quick. Okay. Where do you go? I'm just going to walk down and take the first one to the east there. Okay. Uh, the first one to the east. So if I'm facing south, it'd be my left. Okay, yep, yep, so you you head there. Um, there's a door closed there. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna push on it, see if it opens up. Yep, it opens up. I'm gonna peer inside and walk in. Looking in, there's a bunch of wooden barrels and crates laying around in here. Kind of dusty and old and brittle. I'm going to investigate them. You walk towards them. And when you touch the first one, it literally collapses. And kind of makes it a little bit of a ruckus. And you hear voices from outside the room. Crixus and Ellie, you guys hear voices that seem to be coming from that southern room. Someone say, what was that? Um, what would you like to do, Aaron? Or actually, hang on one second. Crixus, do you have anything you'd like to do? Let's go there in response to the voices. I'm going to look at Ellie and make sure she's prepared in case someone comes in the door. I don't think it's a good idea to all climb into a small room. So Crixus is going to take a step forward to advance, hold up Bulwark Breaker, and uh, kind of prep for someone to come in the door. All right. Ellie has grabbed her mace. Um, she has... She has a shield, correct? She's got her mace, and she's got her shield. She's put herself in a ready position in case combat should happen. Um, Aaron, what would you like to do? Um, is there anything else in that room that I could search, or is it, or is it just a waste it, of time? It's all crates and stuff like this, and you have a feeling if you touch any other ones, they're gonna have the same thing's gonna happen. 
This room looks like it's ancient and undisturbed for very, very long. Okay, so it's not worth my time. At yeah, least there until... wasn't anything in the barrel you touched. It was just crap. It was just crap. It was empty. I, honestly, the barrel was empty, and the barrel just collapsed when you touched it. All right. I am going to... Uh, I'm going to walk out of the room and then sneak. I'm going to do this, you know, to put my finger to my lips to Trixus and Ellie, and I'm going to sneak to the door to see if I can um, look through the keyhole or, you know, put my ear to it and see if I can uh, mm -hmm. do any, hear anything. Okay. Um, you go to the keyhole and you go to look through it and when you go to look through it the handle of the door actually clicks and the door starts opening. And it's opening inward? Like inward. away from me? All right, inward I'm, away from you. I'm going to rush the door and slam into it so whoever's on the other side gets knocked down. Okay, give me a strength check. And then I'm going to need initiatives. <laughs> yeah. All right. This is awesome. <laughs> 18. 18. Um, let's see. Ooh. <laughs> okay, I need initiative rolls. And I'll describe this once we have our initiatives. Okay, they're at... Um... Yes, you're absolutely right. Hitting both ends of the spectrum today. Yeah. Uh -oh. My initiative roll? is zero. Oh, jeez. Again? <laughs> I'm 13. Uh... Ellie is. Ooh, Ellie had a good one. Oh, da 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 da. da. Yes. Okay. So, Aranon, you shove this door to shove it in, and it's like putting your shoulder into a brick wall almost. It gives for just a second, but then holds fast. Whoever's behind it matched you. 18. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's wow. Bang. Ah, wow. I did not like that one bit. Ellie is the first to go, and she readies... And says, who goes there? And is waiting for a response. And honestly, she gets one right away because they're next. Oh. She's waiting for a hostile action. To She's holding her action for hostility. And then she will attack. Um, the door opens. Revealing 
a lean, red-haired woman. Her hair is pulled tight back in a ponytail. Um, she looks and says, We are the occupants of this castle. Who are you? Aaron, on your next. She is. Weapons out, ready to fight. The, the initiative order just made this conversation take place. No one's attacking anyone yet. We are kind of the heels in this scenario, aren't we? You did walk into this castle. Yeah, I mean. person you saw, technically. She's got daggers in both her hands. Actually, not, not daggers. Hang on a minute. What does she have? She's got a short sword in one hand. And a... Yeah. And a pistol? What? <laughs> oh, she has a long sword and a short sword. That's what she has with her. So, so my hands are on my daggers right now. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to say... My name is Irinan, and this place looked empty. We're trying to... We're trying to... Uh... Oh, how do I want to put this? We're on a, mi we're on a mission from God. No. Um... <laughs> yeah, I'm actually going to say that because... Yeah, yep. I'm going to say we're on a mission from God. And uh, kind of a glance over my shoulder and kind of give a little smirk to Ellie and Crixus because they're the clerics. Crixus, is there anything you'd like to Crixus say? Crixus values that response. Um, <clears throat> Crixus is going to say. We mean you no harm. We're approaching the mount to find the dragon that's terrorizing our towns. And I'm going to take us out of initiative here. <laughs> she she puts her long sword away. She keeps the short sword out, but kind of backhands it and puts it down at her side. I'm going to take my hands off kill. my daggers. You're here to kill the dragon. Yes, that that is what our mission is. It's my understanding you can't make friends with such a beast. No. You're not here for... You're, you're killing it out of goodness and to help city and the region you're not looking for riches or wealth that the dragon may have no then we may be able to work together and she puts her short sword away I am not going to say out loud but I'm going to think to myself yeah if I find riches I'm taking riches 
That is why we are here. We've been waiting for the dragon to leave. You know you're a horrible liar. You walked past our horses. You knew this place was occupied. Well, we didn't know it was occupied. We had an idea that it was occupied. Just because there's horses doesn't mean the people are still alive. At that point, the door behind you, coming down from the stairs, slams open. And there is a, a muscular woman with black hair and these piercing cold blue eyes, almost like uh, like the White Walker's eyes that bursts in and she just kind of looks at the situation and uh, make a perception check in that moment. Both of you can. Seven. 18. 18. Crixus, you don't pick up on it, but Aaron, on you notice the look of just venom that this red-haired woman shot at the other woman. And it is a... There is just a gruff shrug and... playing off of whatever that look is. <laughs> but they clearly are not happy with each other right now. Hmm. Or... The red-haired woman isn't happy with the woman that just entered. I'm just going to raise an eyebrow and well, I'm going to give her the rock eyebrow. They're not a um, threat, she says. But apparently they are if they got past you. And, and the, the black-haired woman just kind of growls a little bit. She must have been napping in the guardhouse. She rolled the one on her perception check to see you guys go by. Oh, <laughs> on ah. the trail. <laughs> ah. Yeah, I can see where that would be. Oh, you're so stealthy. So. Yeah, stealthy. If you're here to take care of the dragon, then our goals align so to speak loosely if not align at least run parallel to each other so where I mean we just want to get this over with where where are we going to find this dragon where is it located on the roof cross the bridge find your way upstairs there should be a spiral staircase if you work your way around Okay. Uh, care to join us? We could use all Playing the help we can get. Yeah, we. I mean, we could use all the help we can get. I'm sorry, we're not here to fight a dragon. That's your death wish. Uh, definitely not a death wish. You know, we. It would be to have a better chance of survival if if we had more help. If, 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 you know, our goals are aligned like you say they are. We're here for the dragon's treasure. It does not require the dragon's death. If he happens to kill you guys and add your treasure to his hoard, that's more money for us. So, 
much as we are aligned, I am not your friend. I'm doing the math in my head. Four horses means possibly four people. Two of them are here. And we can't trust yeah. them. Are you saying this out loud? No, I'm no, I'm just yeah, doing the math doing in my head. He is doing it in his head. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm working this out in my head. Well, Crixus isn't really a work it out in his head kind of guy. He's gonna say, "So are there four of you?" You have a perceptive friend here. Surely more perceptive than you. She looks at Aranon. <laughs> I'm just going to let her think what she wants. I'm going to let her think what she wants. That's to my benefit. I'm going I'm to say... Um, at best, there would be eight of us, two on each horse. I, I do not know many adventurers that like to share a horse. I'm going to throw, throw in the jab. Uh, with women your size, I doubt there's two per horse. Um, you you don't believe her for a second when she actually said that at best there's eight of us. She rolled one on her bluff. <laughs> so, um, I I will say though, will we have any issue with the other one? The other one. Well, there's one that we can see. I'm assuming the other two don't know we're here unless they're standing behind her. And I kind of throw my head in that direction. If I turn my back on you, are you going to stab me in the back? I don't need to do the work. You're going to go fight a dragon. All right. Well, this conversation is pointless. I can get away from all of this scot-free, law-free, and be a free person by letting you die to the dragon and taking all your shit anyway. So why would I dirty my blade? Oh. <laughs> I really want to just shove her out a window. <laughs> DM, are there windows nearby? There are no windows here. No, I don't. Ooh. I was gonna say I don't see any in that room at all. No, one less thing to worry about. The nearest place to throw someone out would be off the bridge. Up that hall, all those little triangles are arrow slits, and a medium creature will not fit through those. A small one can, but a medium creature will not fit through those. Aaron's pissed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I just I don't want to get stabbed in the back. All right, I'm I'll, gonna... I'll go up behind. Uh, Crixus will go up behind Aaron and just like put a hand on his shoulder and say, um, "The battle is with the dragon." Yep. It's I. Uh, all right. Yep. That that is our focus. Let's uh. Let's leave these women to their looting and plundering and 
Let's let's go see what we can do with this dragon. And she looks up to the black-haired woman and says, let him go. And she steps out of the way and allows you access to the door she just came through. All right, I'm going to... I'm going to say, we'll see you guys later. Or we'll, we'll, we'll catch up with you later. And walk out. And walk past her. Fair enough. And they let you go. You go up the stairs. Uh, Ellie kind of lets the two of you go, almost like a protective mother. Stand, standing at the door and letting the two of you go and keeps her eyes on the two of them. And without issue, they let you guys go up into that room. The door closes um, behind you. You don't gonna... understand what the conversation is once the door closes, but there was some hushed yelling <laughs> happening once that door slammed. Once we're in the room, I'm going to look around to be sure that we're not being spied on. Make a perception check. Seventeen. Seventeen. In amongst all the hushed yelling and conversation in the other room, you hear a male voice as well. Um, looking around, you don't see anything where you'd be being spied on. So that would be three. I'm going to pull Ellie and Crixus in close, so we're kind of like all head-to-head. I'm going to whisper, keep your eyes open, there's... There, I heard a guy downstairs, um, which means that there's one more person lurking around who may not know that we are free to go. Also, I'm not fond of leaving them downstairs to attack us from behind. Um, I understand we're here for the dragon, but they are also a threat. Ellie um, says, well, hang on a minute then. And she's kind of looking around and she goes up into this into this uh, room here and she finds like this there's a table up there and she actually kind of flips it up and starts hacking at this leg and trying to yank this leg off the table and this is a, like a 4 by 4 leg on the table and she eventually pulls it free she goes down the stairs walks down the stairs and actually lodges it against that door so that should against between the like that bottom stair and the door so mm-hmm. the door is actually being propped shut at the moment she said if nothing else that'll slow them down wise wise move all right that makes me feel a little better i'd still as much as I want to avoid conflict with everyone, I would. Well, those are needed for the dragon. Wait, yeah, dragon. <laughs> Not a bad idea, though. Fire. Yeah, fire trap. Just lodge the bead in the door so that when the door opens up, it goes off. <laughs> oh. <sighs> um. Mm. Yeah, as much as I want to avoid conflict with these people, I do not trust them, and hopefully that door leg will hold them. 
but we are going to have to deal with these people at the end, I think. As you get up in this room and you look around, you realize there are arrow slits all around this room and you can see the trail visibly. Almost like this gatehouse was designed to have that visible visibility to the trail to know who was coming up to the fortress. You're in this room, there's a fireplace that is unlit on the back side, the table that Ellie mangled, and there's a door on the west side of this room. So you enter it. Alright, I'm gonna go over and uh crack open the door and peek out. Uh Crixus is gonna check. spend more Crixus is gonna spend more time reviewing the room and playing with the fireplace. Okay. Um, make an investigation check, Crixus. And then I need a strength saving throw from Aaron as he opens the door. Oh, Jesus. I'm at 14 for my investigation. It seems pretty old, picked over. There isn't anything special about anything in this room necessarily. Um, the table was a nice table, and honestly, looking at it, you're, you're a little, uh, a little disappointed <laughs> that Ellie destroyed it. It's kind of a work of art, almost. A five error? I rolled a five. You rolled a five. The wind actually blows the door in, and it whacks you in the head. Um, roll a d4. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> Bludgeoning damage as the wind blew the door in when you cracked it open. Oh, of course I took four. That, four. four. Four bludgeoning yep. damages. You take a door to the forehead. Awesome. And you peek out and the wind is whipping and you see this bridge that is uh, about 30 to 40 feet across leading to another door in the main castle. You do see the arrow slits and crenellations above. Um There is three-foot-high railing on both sides of this bridge, stone railing. It's filled in. There aren't any gaps there that you could slide out. It is icy, but you don't see it as being a problem to traverse. All right. I'm going um, to... Oh, go ahead. On the far side... Uh, there is a rusty chain uh, dangling, probably maybe about 15 feet up. There is an iron bell hanging at, with a rusty chain that just kind of blows loosely in the wind. And it's not ringing the bell, but it's almost like a wind chime where it just kind of, it just kind of resonates a little bit once in a while. All right. Um, I'm going to say, you guys ready? As ready as I'm going to be. Crixus. Let's head. All right. Why don't you guys stay in the doorway here? I'm going to go across the bridge and inspect that door real quick. Uh, just to be sure that we don't get hijacked going across the bridge. Okay. So I'm going to... Wait until Crixus and Ellie are in the doorway, and then I'm going to quick run across. Ellie grabs your shoulder before you turn to go and just says, 
careful. I'm always careful. Let you go. Yes, I do. Every time. That's different. Yeah. Anyway. You do you run? Yeah, I'm gonna run across. All right, make a dexterity save then, because it is icy. Fifteen. Fifteen. You go running. You run. Probably you get. You do that running that you do on ice, and you try and gain yourself some speed, and then you slide, and you slide the last ten feet <laughs> right up to the door, and you stop right there. Go ahead and give me an investigation check as you inspect the door. <laughs> 17. Um, yeah, it doesn't seem to be trapped at all. The chain's hanging to your right a little bit. just kind of blowing. I'm going to stick my ear to... Is there a keyhole? Uh, there's no keyhole. All right, I'm going to put my ear to the door to see if I can hear anything. You don't hear anything except the whistling of the wind whipping around you. All right. I'm going to push the door open. Turn the... Or push in the latch, and it clicks, and the door pushes open, and it creaks open. Um, and you step in. Uh, there's a short, empty corridor here, and there's arrow slits in the north and south walls. And as you look through those arrow slits, you see hallway to the north and hallway to the south. The hallway to the south turns to the right. The hallway to the north seems to end. You, you think there might be a hard corner there turning to the left, but it's hard to tell. I have a motion for Ellie and Crixus to come across. Okay. Uh, they come across carefully. Um... You, they both step in, you close the door behind you. Um, you're left with a door in front of you and the arrow slits to both sides of you guys. Did you say we close the door? Yep. Okay. Unless you didn't want to. No, I was going to close I the door. I would you wouldn't. It's yep. a cold whipping wind and it's annoying. It's yeah. Like a Wisconsin winter. You know that feeling when you close that door and it slams and it's silent and warm. Er. Ish. In this case, there's no heat in here, but it's warmer than outside because <laughs> the wind is not whipping. Um. Stay low. Move carefully. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna slowly push this door open. And uh, take a peek to see if there's anything in this. If, see what's on the other side of this door. You slowly push this door open. Um, I need a. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm not wearing any glasses or a lazy dragon. I need to roll something. Yep. Glasses instantly fog up. Someone who started wearing glasses in the last five years, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Glasses fog up, nose starts running. Um, you push the door open, and you hear a screech. As there are three winged beasts inside, flying around. 
little tiny beasts. Dear God. How do you uh, react? I am going to slowly pull the door shut and turn around to Crixus and Ellie and tell them what I saw. You saw... I saw three winged, winged, small winged beasts flying around. Tiny. Not tiny. small, tiny. Tiny. Like rats? Tiny. Like bats? Like Yeah, like rat, batish type things. Yes. Rat bats. Were they... Were they dragonlings? You don't think so? I don't think so. <laughs> they were closer to bats than dragons. I didn't see any tails now. Um, um, do we do want it. to try and just kind of sneak past them? I, I would say yes. Unless uh, we see something we need in this room, or uh... I did see a door to—did I see a door to the south, or did I just see the bats? Uh, you just saw the bat-like things. All right, I'm gonna go in and hug. Creepy, the... but yeah, creepy but not threatening, right? That's—I mean, that's what it seemed like. If one comes down uh, and tries to threatening, chew up... they screeched when they realized someone was coming in. They screeched and went oh. after. I thought it was just guys. a screeching, like a general screeching. Um, um, this is what they looked like, Norm. They sent it in the hangout. Oh, that's ugly. Yeah, they're tiny, though. I mean, they're bat sized. But yeah, they're ugly as hell. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta find a way to share that with my screen or something. Sharing is pretty easy in Discord, actually. Yeah, the problem is, is I have all. If I share my screen, I have the DM map up and I have a bunch of other stuff up. That is. Maybe don't want you guys seeing. Anywho. That is true. That's fair. Um, so, what would you like to do? This question. Here, I just threw it up there. Look at this. I think I'm gonna ready. I'm gonna ready my stick, and say I'll go first because then I can keep up my bulwark breaker and hold my stick. My stick, my stick. (laughs) I got the magic stick. (laughs) Two different songs. Magic stick. (laughs) Have you seen that? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Norm has not seen that. Oh my gosh, Norm. That yeah, we will um we will be in uh in, no introducing you to that when this is all done. Fantastic. In fact I will throw it up in the Discord folks if you want to join and you don't know what I'm talking about. Um So you ready your stick. You open the door. Um I'm going to pull out my rapier just in case. Pull out your rapier. Ellie's got her mace and her shield ready. I'm going to have you guys... We're going to push into the room. You're going to take those first three spots right by that door. Uh, You can choose who's where. I suppose it doesn't really matter because you're going to... We're going to roll initiative here. (laughs) And this combat may be 
takes us to the end of this session. So, depending on how this goes. Actually, I take that back. I wasn't pulling out my rapier. I was pulling out my two hand hand crossbows because if they're flying around, I'm. What am I going to do? Yep. Jump and swing? <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, oh, initiative. Um, yeah, initiative. Um, Twenty. Nice. Crixus. Six. Oh, wow. All right. Aaron, on your first as you burst. Zero. Yeah, way better than the zero. Yeah. Yeah, that's way better than the zero. It's like, I'd say it's six times better, but you can't multiply by zero. It's <laughs> so. not how it works. <laughs> All right, I'm going to... Uh... Aim both uh, of my hand crossbows at one and uh, shoot. Okay. It would help if I did this. So I'm going to be rolling twice, right? Because one for each. Um, that's how that works. I don't know the rules on the hand crossbows. I'd have to damn Because I have this off this in my inventory. I have. They're two. light, correct? They're both light. They have the light property. Because then you can wield them like two-handed. I believe. Oh, that's. I thought that was the whole point of doing it. Yeah. I'm gonna say yes for the rule of cool. It it doesn't say light. It just says ranged weapon. It just says ranged weapon. It doesn't say reload or anything oh, like uh, that. Oh, martial ammunition range light loading range. Light. There you go. Yep. So 24 on one and ooh, 22 on the other for hit. Yep. Okay. They both they both hit. Roll your damage for the first one. First one does eight. Okay. Uh, second one. Second one does oh, nice. Ten. All right, so you fire at the first one. You you literally like shoot it and pin it against the cabinet on the wall, and it just kind of twitches and hangs there. And you spin around and you grab the other one that's actually coming towards you, and you hit that one. And that one goes sailing off, hits the wall, and kind of falls to the ground, twitching with its bolt in it. Uh, would you like to move at all? I'm going to stay behind... Oh, I'm not behind Crixus. I'm kind of... Well, technically can kind of be. Yeah, I'm going to stand behind Crixus with the shield. <laughs> okay. Uh, the third one is going to go straight for... Seeing you as the uh, the aggressor is going to go straight for you. Um, does seven hit you? No. Um... Uh, okay. Uh, Ellie, it goes after you and it misses you. Ellie gets her mace out and rolls a, what does she have here? A plus five. Oh yeah, 21 absolutely hits it. And this is going to annihilate it. Um, yeah, her one on the D6 
plus two. <laughs> the three damage does actually annihilate this thing. They weren't very tough. Um, they're Sturges, is what they are. And they have a really kind of creepy, cool little ability, but they gotta hit you. <laughs> if they hit you, they attach to you. And then they just start bleeding you <laughs> dry. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So. But that's Those you guys. Speeches. Yep. You guys handled them well. To make noise. And you Oof. guys actually. Yeah. You're out of initiative. These things are gone. Well, that wasn't so bad. Gross. Can we uh, take a look at the room, or is there too much guano? Um, no, you can you can take a look at the room. Um, there are shields and weapons and tapestries. Um, they've all kind of been. It looks like they've been hanging at one time, but they've been torn down and are like all over the floor and in awful condition, lying amongst a dozen or so human skeletons and rusty armor. Um, the thing that really kind of captures your attention that you didn't notice at first is that there is a large painted emblem on the floor of a um, stone tower, a black stone tower being struck by a golden bolt of lightning. That looks very familiar to the three of you because it is on a shield that one of you is carrying. Hmm. Indeed. Uh, make an investigation check. There is other things you can find in here. Bat-sized mosquitoes, that's about right. 17. 17. Um, as you're going around uh, and inspecting it and inspecting where things were hanging on the walls and whatnot, um, not only is there a door to the south of the room, but to the east of the room, 10 feet north of the door you came in, is a secret door. And there's a second secret door on the opposite side of the room in that Ooh. same row. Ooh, uh, um, I like secret doors. I'm gonna kind of hop up and down and clap my hands and say, treasure, treasure. I'm also gonna Be check cautious. it for traps. Be cautious, Ellie says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been buried in one too many tunnels so far, so yes, I'm being cautious. <laughs> um, you you think to check them for traps, but they're already opened. The stumbling across them, you wouldn't notice them unless they actually opened. And it did. It kind of opened, and the the one on the east side leads out into that hall that you could see from the arrow slot in the like foyer area that you guys just came through. Mm -hmm. um, the other one as you go and look at it leads to that staircase that leads downward and you can see that there is a um, another like once you get inside you realize that there's another secret door but you don't think it's a secret door but once you open it you realize that it's a secret door leading in from that other room the next room to the west huh where would you like to go? Well, let's 
check out the room to the west first, I'd say. Is that where you guys head? That's, yep. Yeah, I'll, I'll go and inspect that one because it's just a small, it looks like a small room. Okay. When you walk in there, um, there are three humanoid skeletons um, on the floor near uh, rusty long swords that are laying there there is um, if you look at it closely you can see there is just like a stain in the floor in the stone um, below the three of them almost like well make it make a make a nature check Aaron as you're looking at these three Six. Six, yeah. You don't actually notice the stain on the floor. You're kind of left wondering, well, these guys died somehow. And you're more concerned about the woman sitting at the table, the skeleton sitting at the table that has a tabard with the same black tower with the gold lightning bolt on it. Um, she is laying face down on a plate um, of what looks looks to be dirt. It is so old. You imagine at some point it might have been food. There is a goblet in her skeletal hand that is like poured out on the table. Seems like it was poured out on the table. Um, Ellie kind of looks at it all and says, I, um, they look like they were executed. <laughs> you can see the, the stain, the blood stain. Probably they had their throats slit. Huh. What happened here? I'm going to go and check the person at the table to see if there's anything useful on them. And just see um, if there's any marks or see if there's anything that would indicate. Make an investigation check over there. So, Crixus is going to... Crixus is going to walk over to Ellie and quietly say, Are you able to commune with the dead? Um... <laughs> Hold on, let me check my spell book. I don't know if she is or not. I know we talked about it last week. Did she take it? Yeah, she can speak with the dead. Yeah. I mean, could. you want to find out how somebody died, just ask them. <laughs> uh, you're not wrong with that just because I know how it works doesn't necessarily know, mean I want to know the horror of what happened here I'm going to look over my shoulder and say or look up at her and say I want to know 
she may if you're know not better. comfortable. I'm just going to shrug and continue searching the person I'm searching. Um, Aranon, as you're digging about, you find a um, vial. A familiar style vial in your line of work is clearly a vial of poison. Nice. I'm going to put that in my pack. It's empty. Oh. An empty vial of poison. Sorry. Sorry. It is empty like it was used. I am going to hold it up and say, well, this could explain why she died. Why would she kill herself, though? Maybe she had no choice. Maybe she's the one that uh, killed the ones on the floor and killed herself. That doesn't make Shrieky. any sense. If I lived in this castle, up in the cold, in a mountain, with no easy way down, I'd probably go crazy and kill people and then myself too. Well, it's up to I you think, guys. Uh, I can ask them some questions if you like. Eh, whatever. I don't think it's... I think... I believe that there is value in assessing their situation. Sure. Go for it. Is this is this going to mess with the dragon? Like, is this going to keep her from using spells against the dragon? Well, this will be a spell slot that she is using. Yeah. This will be one less spell slot she has for the dragon. I mean, certainly, I'd, I would want to make sure we investigate the room first, carefully. Mm -hmm. And I think, uh, I think it makes sense. Okay, so you want to investigate this room carefully? Yep. Um, yeah. As you're looking, uh, go ahead and make investigation checks. Either both of you or one of you had advantage. Are you yep. plus four? Uh, for investigation? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'll assist. Alright. Nice. 20. 20. Um, you, there is... Looking around this room, besides this table that she has collapsed on and the body sitting there, there's also another larger wooden oak table that has like battle plans like has all the little wooden figures and uh, army movement type plans and you see it's like the entire sword coast um you get the feeling that this might have been a outpost at some time at some point for a war maybe um the uh Looking at it, there are there are old maps laying on the 
table as well and orders and um, digging through it you find you find her name uh, Alessandra Amzar is her name uh, you can tell by looking through the paperwork that the logo on the shield and the logo on the floor that must be her crest uh, the things she signed uh, there were outgoing messages that hadn't gone out yet that were stamped with that um, in that pile you do find um, a uh, basically a, a letter that was supposedly supposed to go out you would assume talking about the lack of food um, the suffering the infighting that has happened um, having to execute some of her own men due to treason and then in the end um, there's a there's another note written there that isn't sealed that said I basically curse whoever takes this castle not not I curse them but I, I do not wish this the curse of this castle on anyone that inhabits it I'm going to say, well, I guess that explains that. We're not definitely not going to be here long enough to worry about food and all that happy horse shit. We're going to go skewer a dragon and get the hell out. Two Good questions. So, you, have, you, have, you look like you have a question. Go ahead. Um, does her body appear to be sturdy? No, no, this is ancient. This paper, as you're unfolding it too, would tear and is very brittle, cold. Like you're piecing together, like when you open anything that opened, it would just snap open or tear instantly. And very hard to kind of hold everything together. Um, but you would hold these together and you're able to piece all these things together. Very ancient, ancient. All right, I no longer have two questions. Okay, <laughs> just the one. Uh, if you want to make a history check, in fact, I'll let Ellie make one too. What was her last name? Amzar, A M Z A R R. Thanks. Alessandra, what a beautiful name. You said nature? Um, no, history. Oh, history. The name is something that might have been recognized. Six. Eight. Eight and six. Ellie kind of shakes her head and she says that name. There's something about that name. I don't remember what it was. I've heard it before, though. 
someone to be feared, from what I understood. I, I don't I don't remember where I've heard it before. She had a nine. No. She had the best of the three of you, but she doesn't know either. Probably. She just recognizes it. Sorry, DM. No. I am going to animate dead. You're going to animate dead? Mm-hmm. Okay. Animate dead? Or speak with dead? Yep. Animate. So I'm going to turn Alessandra Amzar, Undead Servant. What the hell are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. This seems like a good stopping point for next week. Yeah, yeah. We're going to have you cast that. The target becomes a skeleton if I choose bones or a corpse if it's uh, or a zombie if it's a corpse. So it seems okay, like so I'll have a skeleton. You're going to have a skeleton. And I have that creature under my control for 24 hours. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> so... Um... You cast Animate Dead. And I'm going to correct you one bit. It's Del Asandra, D-E-L. Got it. Um, For my notes. Yep. And she kind of straightens up skeletal-like, turns, and looks and kind of sees your shield. Her neck kind of pops and snaps. The bones crack as she turns back. She stands straight and she goes to grab for a weapon at her side, and it's not there. And we'll stop right there. That's cool. All right, cool. She wants her weapon, but she doesn't have it. (laughs) All right, well... I did we'll not search see around that. the room for it's a sharp cool. stick. And it's freaking cool. Oh. Wow. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good deal. That uh, that sums it up for today. So you can oh, find yeah. us on Twitter. I am Tom M. Norman. I'm not even going to spell it today. I'm lazy. Uh, Cooch <laughs> is Crazy Cooch. And JC is Wildfire1265. Uh, we are two nerds one quest on Twitter with the numbers two and one and uh, patreon.com slash two nerds one quest if you want to give us some support uh, anything else you guys want to throw in there uh, boomtown ghetto yeah. yeah for cooch and for JC I have been norm no I still am norm and we'll catch you next week later <laughs>